This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, a mailbag kind of a day on a Sunday, 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 another brand new edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Ready to get our hands dirty, Dan. Hands a little bit dirty. Yeah, when you posted this on Facebook asking for questions, one of the first comments was, it's that time of the week already? Yeah, guys are complaining because I put it up on Monday. How dare you? Yeah, because I usually do it on Tuesday. And so somehow I had messed up the biorhythms of Facebook and guys were busting my balls. You know, how dare you? How dare you give me a heart? Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget, but uh, it's good. We have a good balance going right now. We got a few questions on Facebook, a lot of email questions, which is always exciting. So good job by you. Thank you. Thank you. Grazie, grazie, grazie. Exactly. So without further ado, Danny. Ben's And thanks to Ohio Al. I sent that in months ago. We play it every week at about this time. And if you would like to contribute questions, you do not have to wait for me to post something on Facebook on Monday or Tuesday on the show Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. You can contribute content anytime you want. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. That's F-I-F-T-H. If you don't know how to spell real and you don't know how to spell hour, realfifthhour at gmail.com. And right to the many, many questions we go, and let's see, who should we start You've with? You've got mail. Uh, let's start with Mike from Fullerton. He says, hey, Ben and Danny G, 
I'd like to hear your takes on an argument between my friends Petros and Matt. Matt Money Smith. And uh, Mike says, when everyone has their trash cans in the street for pickup day and your dog poops while on a walk, Mike asks, is it okay to throw a bag of your dog's poop in a stranger's trash can if a garbage truck hasn't picked it up yet? Uh, that's the question. So I'll go first. I don't even know why this is a question. This is a no-brainer. This is being, to me, a polite neighbor that uh, so often we all see dog shit and nobody picks it up and they just pretend like it didn't happen. And if you're going to do that and be kind enough to, to A, pick up the, the, the poopy. It was great to see poo. And then, B, put it in a trash can. Mazel tov. Good job by you. I, well, why is this even a thing, Dan? Explain to me why this is even an argument. There is no argument. You, it, you, once you've put the trash on the street, you're done with the trash. It's now you're just awaiting. It's like being on death row and you're, 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 you're making the walk down to the electric chair. When the trash is out on the street, that's the same setup. Yeah, this would only be an argument if you put the shit in a bag and left it on their doorstep. <laughs> for them to exactly. wake up to and for them to deliver it to a trash can. But yeah. as long as it's sealed and tied off in a bag, you're using it as a public trash can to serve the public. For the better good of humanity. Yep. We all have neighbors like this. There's a guy that lives kind of down the street from me that's like this, who is overly protective of their house. Like anybody kind of like walks on the, on the grass. That is that guy that goes out there is like, Bruh. what are you doing, man? You can, I mean, what are you doing? So for that guy, this would be an invasion of privacy, but no, anybody that's willing to pick up dog shit and put it away. That's a great thing. All right. Uh, who is next as we go further and further into the mailbag? Right, come back. Pay yes. attention. It's time for mail call. Eric in Binghamton, New York, a fine town. I've actually driven through Binghamton years ago. He says, Ben and Danny G, how are you doing? My name is Eric. He announces where he lives again. I have written into the show before, but it had been a while. Ben, I have been listening since the website days. Wow, that's a long time. The BenMaller.com days, back in the old days. Damn, this guy must be in his 70s. Calm down. Uh, just love both of the shows. Can you please, uh, can you guys please tell me more about the knock room where all the stuff is monitored? I have this picture in my head and I must know more. Also, why the beef between Tammy, Helen, and Stu, if we are going to hear them go back and forth constantly, it would be good to know why. Keep up the great work. That's from Eric again in Binghamton, New York. So, Eric, the question about the knock, how would you describe it? I would describe it like if you see a replay room, like the NFL replay room or the NBA replay room, there's a lot of TVs and a lot of buttons in that room. Would that be accurate, Danny, the knock? Yeah, I am Googling right now Denzel Washington submarine movie, <laughs> Crimson Tide. Remember that movie? Uh, yeah, I do recall that movie. Yeah. Oh, man. If you haven't seen Crimson Tide, put that on your list. A classic. There's that one control room that everyone uh, originates out of. And there's lots of those uh, big clear boards that have the uh, what is that called in military terms? 
well, all of know, the strategic many planning. In, many years in the Marines, uh, so I have the answer. Unless I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't uh, have any idea. But uh, that's what the knock room looks like. It's got a map of the world on one of those big glass boards like that, and they literally are tracking every affiliate around the world. Wow. Yeah, it is fascinating and mind-boggling when you think about all of the content that those guys in the knock are uh, are overseeing because all of the premier network shows, uh, which, you know, back in the day, Rush Limbaugh, now Clay Travis, your, your old pal there and his show and uh, George Norrie and so many of the other hosts that we don't even talk about that that do shows for premier and their shows are syndicated. Steve Harvey uh, yeah. is another one. Ryan Seacrest, his top, was it top 40 show that he yeah. does? Yeah, Elvis Duran. Elvis Saran's a big star in radio. So there's a bunch of these guys and they all have uh, people in charge 24 hours a day. And if anything goes wrong, the knock has got to fix it. They got to get right on it right away. Right. Or else programming will be all messed up and people will lose their jobs. Yep. Be very upset. Uh, and as far as Tammy, Helen and Stu, if I remember correctly, this started with Helen and Stu attacking Gagon who used to be on the podcast. And then Tammy came to defend uh, Gagon. And then that led to Helen and Stu then turning their missile or missiles at Tammy. And then Tammy responded and it's just been going back and forth. Although we haven't gotten any email from Helen and Stu and Tammy the last couple of weeks. So have things calmed down now, Danny and and uh, Eric and Binghamton's dying to know. But he's like, yeah, it's not an every week thing. It just pops up like once a month or so. Another submarine reference, the sonar. Sometimes the sub lays low trying to be invisible, but then they pop out and start shooting their missiles again. Yeah. And it's so, going to heat up. It's, it's, it's that time of the year, right? In the next couple of months, it get pretty nasty and hot. And at that point, all bets are off, right? All bets are off. It's... it's gonna gonna happen and everyone will be screaming at the podcast Please. shut the fuck up okay shut the fuck up yeah give me the codes ben i need the codes right now <laughs> exactly all right let's see Bam, pierre and springfield says ben and danny g well this is an important question what he's about to ask he says have you uh, have, have either of you ever farted extremely loud in a situation where you forgot your surroundings Possibly the first time in front of a lady friend or her parents, maybe in front of a superior at work, he says. Uh, that's from Pierre in Springfield. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's happened. It's a natural part of, of being. Uh, I'll go first here, Danny. All right. uh, the story, I think I told this on the podcast, but years ago, I've been married a decent amount of time now, but uh, – I'm the guy at the hotel in Vegas. I'll go down to the uh, the lobby to go to the bathroom. You know, that's I'm that guy. So I I try to hold the uh, the tooting uh, to uh, as little as possible uh, around other people. Most people do that. Well, it's polite, good decorum. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll I'll go I'll excuse myself and I'll go outside. So one one time I was at the uh, the old house. And I was out, I was walking, I was saying I was getting something out of the car. I'm moving something around outside. And I was completely convinced that there was no one within hearing distance around. Right. And I had eaten some spicy food, uh, you know, earlier that day or the night, you know, the night before, whatever it might've been, I forget when I had eaten it, but I ate some spicy food. So I'm, 
I am uh, reaching down to get something near the car and, and, uh, yeah. And then I hear this laugh and, uh, it's my, uh, my wife, it's, it's she, I, she'd walked outside. I didn't even hear her like a stealth bomber. And, uh, she heard the whole thing. She thought it was very amusing. She thought it was very, very funny. And it was, it was so loud, Danny. Yeah. It was a piercing sound. Toot, toot. But it was very loud. And it, it was, uh, yeah. She was a fart ninja. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what about you, Danny? Any uh, flatulence issues that you can recall? This is a good question. I haven't thought about this since it happened. A few weeks ago, I was at a local grocery store here. And, you know, I don't get gas often, thank God. But I, I'm not sure why that morning I had just some air trapped in inside. And when I got outside of the grocery store, you know, it's the morning. There weren't a lot of shoppers. There definitely weren't a lot of cars in the parking lot. The gas came out. You know, I had just put my cart away. I'm opening my car door. And I look up as I'm getting into my car. And there's an older gentleman who had been approaching the, the cart rack from the other side. I didn't see him. And he just had this crazy look on his face because he was there to bear witness <laughs> to what had just exploded in the parking lot uh it's embarrassing because when you think you're alone and then you wind up not being alone you, you just want to you know what's the old commercial you want to uh, get away southwest airlines southwest right? yeah, yeah they get away yeah, yeah yeah thank you chicago yeah Wrong. awkward moments uh yeah well, then sometimes you have a competitive advantage, though, if you're in, a, in an elevator and there's a lot of people in there and there's kind of like some noise in the elevator. And if you let one rip, then nobody knows who did it. So you can there's, it, it does cut both ways uh, for sure. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. Yay. You said cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin in Kansas. All right, Sin. He says, Dear Ben and Danny G, as a high school teacher, I know my profession likes to think we're getting students prepared for real life on a Maller scale of one to 10. How prepared were you for real life after you graduated? Well, where should we be focused these days? So it's been a few years, Kevin, since I got out of high school, but on the Maller scale of prepared for real life, I don't know. I would say I was like a, a solid seven i would say uh and and i started working i went to school for a radio uh, i started working in radio when i was 19 so i got out of high school at 18 and i was going to school and working in radio uh so i i had a lot of stuff going on but but to me a high school you gotta learn all the basics i think they need to spend more time danny on just the adult bullshit that you have to do that you don't really realize as much. I, I didn't as much stuff as you have to do. And I'm, I'm lucky. I've, I'm married. My wife takes care of a lot of the bullshit for me. Uh, but you know, you, there's a lot of little things you have to take care of. That's a, uh, that I don't know that they necessarily go over all that stuff. I would focus on the taxes, uh, mm -hmm. the kitchen stuff, cleaning, like just the basic, a lot of people, I feel like they, everyone should know that. I think you need more, a little more push in that direction. What about you, Dane? Yeah. And I actually, you know, moonlight in the education field. That's right. And I would say that I would push for instead of math class in high school, 
a credit score class. Well, sure. Either that way. would be way more helpful because I remember struggling to get through algebra two and I didn't need algebra two to live my life, my adult life. What I needed though was some help understanding how to get a good credit score and then maintain it. I mean, we've heard this for years that it would be better to have some real life type classes in schools. And some schools have this, some schools are evolving towards that. Uh, it would be nice to see it as a country though, where we start looking at education in junior high, middle school, high school, and thinking, okay, what's really gonna help our kids dominate when they get out of school? Luckily for me, Ben, I was in commercial radio part-time when I was 16 years old. So I was already in the shit. I was around grown adults, smoking packs of cigarettes, banging groupies, <laughs> doing lines of cocaine next to the, the printer at the radio station. So I saw a lot of crap at an early age. I was ready for it when I got out of high school. But the term helicopter parents, who, because of how the world is nowadays, they really just uh, coddle their kids. And some of those kids have problems once they get to 13th grade. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think that's the thing. Like, you want to teach kids in high school, all right, how do you balance, how do you save money? Even if you don't have a lot of money, even if it's only a couple bucks a month. And over time, that'll add up. You know, like, well, have an emergency fund. You know, squirrel something away just in case. As you talked about, Danny, the vacation fund that you have with your yeah. Tinderoni, like little things like that. Again, a lot of people say, well, that's just common sense. People should know that. But, you know, when you're in high school, you don't really have common sense, do you? Usually, very rarely, do you have common oh, sense. There, there should also be etiquette classes. Yeah. Because but that, so you, can't do that. You, you can't do that, though, Danny, in this, in this climate. No, how dare you tell someone how to act? What's wrong with you? They get all upset. Yeah, elementary schools should definitely have etiquette classes because half of what we do is teach kids social skills when they're in kindergarten through fifth grade. So if there was more etiquette training during those prime years, that would help all of us in this world. Trust me. Yeah. All right. Good question from Kevin in Kansas. Thank you, sir. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've got mail. Fred in Spring, Texas. Fred's a regular emailer, and I thank you for that, Fred. What up, Freddy? Our man, Fred. He says, hey, guys, what foreign languages did you study in high school or college, and how did you do on reaching a high level of proficiency? Uh, So not very well. I speak Spanglish. Racist. Uh, I wish I knew Spanish well. I don't. I know a few words and whatnot, and I've, I've learned... In my radio days, not really in, in high school or even college, I, I learned a few words in different languages. So I know a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but nothing, nothing passable. And when I was a kid, I had a bar mitzvah, so I learned Hebrew. Don't ask me about that now because I, I, I know a few. Like, I know a few words of that. I remember. I've retained, but not much. What about you, Danny? Voulez-vous en français? Oh, uh, yeah. Of love. <laughs> one year, because my high school did require one year of a foreign language. And my mom, she convinced me to go with French because that is what she did in high school. Uh, she actually was good at it, though. I passed. I got a, I think I got a B in that class. So it was all right. But it wasn't something where I got out of the, the year of that class and was like, oh, man, I want to continue how to learn this language especially when I found out how most French people hate Americans guts. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I I don't think I'm going to be spending that much time in that country. Yeah. Well, my buddy, as he asked me for advice, he actually doesn't ask me for advice, but I was like, uh, going to take uh, French. And I'm like, no, Spanish. Yeah. That's the, especially where we are doing the show from in Southern California, Mm -hmm. it's, as much the native tongue as English these days. So you, if you have, you have an, to me, you have an advantage or at least a level playing field. You know, you know what the adults thoughts on that were when we were kids though, I had heard this a couple times. Oh, you'll learn that language at work. Racist. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what am I going to be a landscaper? <laughs> oh, shots fired out there. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Producers note landscapers are amazing people shouts out to steve snow and bob jordan who gave me summer work uh all right uh what is next year eeny meeny miny mo all right scumbag pay attention it's time for mail call allen in akron ohio the birthplace of steph curry and lebron james says at the new fsr studios will you be able to see the crew when you are in the studio or will everyone still be in separate rooms? Well, that is a great question, Alan. We don't have an answer because number one, we haven't seen the design for the new studio. And number two, we, I think everything got delayed, Danny. So I don't know that we will know for a while. We were supposed to move to the new studios in a couple of months, but that's not happening. 
So I don't know more than that. Do you know any more than that? I don't think we're allowed to share. That's insider information. Cannot share with the class, right? Yeah, they're not divulging a lot of information about the big move. And probably because they know we'll blab about it on podcasts like this. So they're keeping us somewhat in the dark. So that's fine because I don't necessarily want to move right now. Well, yeah, it's a longer drive for you. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah, I don't know that it's a longer drive for me. I think it's probably about the same. I just have to go a different way. Different route for you. It probably shaves off like 10 or 12 minutes for you. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it's Sherman uh, Oaks is further up the 101 freeway. Yeah, that's true. It's I, I'd have to go right instead of left, basically, when yeah. it, it curves around near the well, you take it past the Hollywood Bowl there and then you get to the the split and then you have oh. to go. I, yeah, not a huge difference for you, but it'll save you just a little bit of time. Yeah. All right. Mayo, motherfucker. Kevin from Rockford, Illinois, says, have you guys ever been? a victim of a robbery. I was robbed this past weekend at a gas station. It was very stressful. And I was in absolute panic. Kevin says, I will probably have PTSD from it. The rest of my life, I called the police and they asked me if I knew who did it. I said, I, I absolutely do know who did it. And Kevin says he informed the police. It was pump six at the mobile gas station that, uh, that, that robbed. All right. Now, Kevin doesn't admit that's a, that is a cheesy joke, Kevin. Uh, he says, but these gas prices suck. I don't know how you guys are making it out there in California. Well, I've just decided to eat only once every other day. And I, the money I would spend on food, I am now spending on gas. So I'm losing weight. So really what I'm doing is I'm saving calories and just spending it on gas. And I'm hoping to pay Phil Mickelson's salary and all those other guys that took the Saudi oil money. So I'm helping them out, taking care of them a little bit. Why not? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're having the same issues, right? The price of gas is insane to them. Yeah. You know, how you go into a casino and you know, you're going to lose money and you're not going to come out ahead on that, but maybe you'll have a good time. The gas station's the same thing. Cause you go in there, you know, you're, you're getting bent over the table. And uh, it's going to cost you a fortune, but at least you need the gas. So maybe you'll drive somewhere and have a good time. Same concept, right, Danny? I think it's the same concept. I'm going, I'm going with that. In my head, it's the same concept. That beat down you mean that I gave you last night? Yeah. yeah. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. Yay. Back in the mailbag, we go. John in Colorado and Northern Colorado, not Southern, not Eastern, not Western, Northern Colorado. He says, have you ever spilled a beverage on the studio mixing board? I will not tell. Uh, John says, well, I, I, I have a brief story. on this. Now, I have not done it, but there was a famous story in Fox Sports Radio history, and I don't know if you were part of this, Danny, if you were at the company or not, but somebody did spill something that got into the equipment. And it was a big mess. Like it cost a lot of money to repair and they, it was a pain in the ass for the engineering department. So what management did is they went to Walmart and they bought everyone a sippy cup <laughs> and they passed out. Everyone got their own sippy cup at, at Fox sports radio. That was the solution to the problem. They were large sippy cups, but they were sippy cups that would not supposedly would not spill. And uh, so that, I remember that. And I don't know that they ever caught the person that did it. 
I think they know who did it, but they were like, we weren't really sure because nobody nobody said it. They just tried to yeah. keep up the thing, and then it was kind of like the drugs in the bathroom. Well, yes, that's... Uh, we know who did it, but we're not saying. Yes, yeah, so we're going to tell everyone at the company here: you should not be doing drugs in the bathroom. No drugs in the bathroom. Drugs are bad. Okay. Even though we know none of you can afford the drugs uh, at all. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah we you? all looked around. We're like, who's rich enough to do drugs around here? Yeah, uh, we will not, uh, <laughs> not name the, the guilty. But uh, yes, there was somebody that was, uh, shall we say? It was a long time ago. Long yes, ago. it was a long time ago. And this person was... Um, yeah, uh, I guess would be the uh, the term there, right? I think that's yeah, what that we're doing there. Yeah, a little. I'm, I'm not, I don't know. The email didn't go into detail. Oh, I don't know either. I'm just speculating. <laughs> I'm just. You know, I'm I'm facilitating the conversation is what I'm doing. <laughs> facilitating the conversation. Did you have any spills, Danny, back in the day running the the ward before you became a big time producer? No, I. You know, I did spill a soda. I dropped a. I knocked a soda onto the floor one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I quickly was able to get it up. So not that much came out of the can. Giggity, 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 giggity. What did come out of the can, though, I was like, oh, my God, there's going to be a memo about this if I don't clean it up. So I went back and forth to the bathroom probably eight, nine, ten times with wet paper towels, dry paper towels, stepping on it with my foot, cleaning it up, putting the fan towards it to make it dry. And by the end of my shift, thank God, you couldn't tell that there had been a, an Exxon oil spill. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I did years ago at Dodger Stadium in the press dining room there. This is so long ago. There was a team called the Montreal Expos that were playing. Ooh. And yeah, some must have been a minor league team. And it was, I still remember it because I used to do my big fat days a long time ago. And I loved orange soda. And they had orange soda at the time in the press box. So I would drink a lot of orange soda. And somehow, I, you know, I was not uh, the most agile at that time. And somehow I had I'd walked through the dining room and I had stumbled on my feet and I spilled the orange soda. And part of it got on the side of the computer of a reporter from Quebec, the French part of Quebec. The reason I know it was a reporter from the French part of Quebec, you ask, the reason I know is because this person started screaming profanity. Blank my blank and blank you. In French, uh, very upset. And uh, I, still, I still remember the, the sheer look of disgust and and anger, and uh, it was. Uh, I do do recall that back in the. Yeah. What do you think of grape juice. My mom would serve it sometimes at the dinner table, but then she would scream and go bananas whenever any of us would spill a little bit of the grape juice on any of our clothes. Oh yeah, because it's hard. Yeah. To, yeah, it's hard to. Get Why it. I can't get that out of your clothes? I used to think to myself, well, why are you giving us this then? Yeah, it's like my mom would. See, don't don't get the soap in your eyes. You go blind. Well, why are you allowing me to use the soap that could make me blind? I don't don't make a lot of sense, Mamu. I don't understand. Anyway, you've got mail. 
This one's from Neil from the real Miami says Ben and Danny G big week on massage monologues about the adult mm-hmm. in the room. Happy baby. Uh, quarterback <laughs> to Sean Watson, Cleveland uh, clowns for sure. Wow. Anyway, it got me thinking how Danny G got his queen, the special massage, putting her in a surprising situation, turning it around. Have you been or Danny G been put in an awkward what the F situation by your Queens says, if not any awkward elevator stories at the Fox sports radio studios, uh, you have to go back uh, to now for no good reason. uh, He says, so uh, massage situations, right? Any awkward situations? Uh, I'm trying no, not, not too bad. My, my wife knows all my quirkiness and, things that I, I uh, approve of and what I think is ridiculous and all that at this point. So yeah, nothing really comes to mind, Neil. I wish I had a great, can I, can I tell my story about being in an elevator with Rodney Dangerfield again? I could tell that. He, you know, he's been dead <laughs> that's a great story. Most people don't even know who he is these days, right? I mean, that's how fleeting fame is. He gets yeah. no respect. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no respect, no respect. And this guy was one of the big stars. He's been gone for a few years. It's like, that's it. People move on. Whatever's next. And just Google him, kids. He had some great movies, too. Just Google it. Just Google it. It's what you got to do. Uh... There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll keep it going on the mailbag. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. All right, only time for a few more. Adrian in the Mile High City writes in. He says, Ben and Danny G, 
You had me laughing my ass off in the water meter reading vehicle this morning. Well, that's good to hear. Cleaning up the words in the Deshaun Watson story, the boa constrictor and tartar sauce were clever <laughs> cover-ups. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for that. But Deshaun, has, I give Deshaun credit. Now, I like goofing on him. But this story has caused me to be very creative with language, Danny, uh, to come up with new ways to describe male genitalia mm-hmm. and also what might come out of male genitalia uh, when making whoopee. So I've, I've been able to create uh, and I have fun with it now. Now, you know, I, I used Anaconda a lot. We use the sausage race a lot. Dupes take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you know what? I had to get creative too, Ben, because after you did that and you did a great job, dancing around the words and everything that you had to clean up but then when i got to the description part of typing what you did each hour for the podcast Uh i had to figure out how to put it into words (laughs) (laughs) so i said that you were talking about a filet fish topping oh well that's that is a good one too the filet fish topping uh tartar sauce the mayonnaise you could go with the mayonnaise there the whipped cream on just a little whipped cream on top uh you can go with that as well uh (laughs) it's pretty uh, pretty funny and uh of course we went through i think over the last year this has been going on for over a year we've gone through the the brat, the Italian sausage, the Polish sausage, the hot dog, and the chorizo, which is all part of the sausage race Yeah, in Milwaukee. All part of the sausage family. I like the extended wiener. Yes. Uh, Adrian's email continues. He says, also, FSR management gets to wear the shame bell and the dunce cap in my book. They also get the entire blame pie. We could be getting higher quality, more thought-out Maller monologues. Instead, my guy, Moneyball Mouth. Waste precious show prep time, making the long drive from the North Woods all the way to the mothership. Did they give a reason why they wanted you back in studio, uh, Ben? It seems like the show was going just fine the way it was. Uh, it says uh, shame on on management. Well, no, management was very nice to me, and I have nothing against the management. They, as often happens in these situations, Danny, they told me it was at somebody else's. Uh, Somebody else's decision. It was not their decision. Somebody else made the decision, and it was a corporate. I don't know what happened, but it's all right. I, I just assumed everybody. it was a wellness check on Frostberg, who's a producer. The <laughs> <laughs> producer I hadn't seen in like three years. I don't know what you're talking about, my man. Moving on. Uh, Adrian in the Mile High City also says, my family and I were at Chili's for dinner recently, and I was surprised to see they have robot hosts there now. Uh, when we entered, the human host told us to follow the robot host to our table. How about that? He sent, a, he sent a photo here. And I'm old, so I remember the Jetsons, and it kind of has that Jetsons-like vibe. It's like Rosie from the Jetsons is now serving you cheeseburgers at Chili's. Wow. <laughs> remember that story I told on the podcast about that restaurant in Long Beach that had no servers? Yes, yes, yes. It was oh, very they busy. They could use some of these robots. Yeah, you guys had to go to the bar to eat, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Adrian says, lastly, uh, we are getting ready to set sail on a family cruise at the beginning of July. It's been a long time. Yeah, family cruise. Uh, Probably not leaving from Colorado, I'm imagining. Uh, It says, it's been a long time since my wife and I have been on a cruise and haven't been on one since we had kids. Any advice? Have either of you been on a cruise? 
Uh, that's from Adrian. He says, let's go, Abs. Bring back the cup to Denver. So I have not been on a cruise. I have been told by people that I would not be a good cruise ship person because I'm pretty tall and the rooms are designed for little people. Or not little people, but regular-sized people. Uh, my my grandmother-in-law was a big fan of the cruises, and the grandfather, uh, not so much, Luigi. Uh, so they used to go all the time. My wife says uh, she, she thinks it's a good idea, but she think, I guess she thought my size would be a problem. I'd have to get a higher, more expensive room, which I, you know. And plus, it's probably something you do when you get a little older, I think. I don't know. Am I old enough? Maybe I am old enough now. What about you, Danny? You ever been on a cruise? I have not. My Tinderoni has. Uh, she's been on several, uh, including a Disney World one. It sounds very gluttonous, the way she explains it to me. They feed you around the clock, which, you know, sounds okay, but it also sounds like you're coming off the boat about 15 pounds heavier. Uh, don't need that in my life right now. I would try it, but I'm the only phobia I have is claustrophobia. And so, yeah, I would need a balcony room. I would need a bigger sized room. There is no way. And when uh, remember when some of the boats were locked down during the beginning of COVID? Yeah. I would have climbed the wall, man. There, I don't know how those people got locked in their chambers for for weeks and weeks and weeks. I would have went crazy. Yeah, because they didn't know what to do. Because people yeah. were getting the COVID on the cruise ship, supposedly a ton, and they didn't know how to handle it. And they kept, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but there was a documentary about that ship that was stuck at the beginning of COVID, and it just watching that gave me the the willies uh there's yeah so that's the only thing in the back of my mind i'm like thinking about that part of it uh, all the other stuff seems fun but that part of it i just can't get past yeah the all-inclusive accommodations seem wonderful but like, if i was younger and i was just going for it and i just kept eating everything which i did grazing <laughs> boy that would have been great yeah at this point i don't i fast a lot so i don't know i, I feel guilty when i eat a ton of stuff so i mean there's other things to do they have comedy shows magic shows water slides big pools and games and all that stuff so food's not the only thing but it is a big part of it well there was a guy in the early days of fox sports radio named sarge he was a a comedian they called him sarge and he still is a comedian by the way and he he at the time he had performed on cruise ships like that was, I, I remember him telling stories about that. He actually did a show with Jason Smith in the early days of Fox Sports Radio. Very nice man, Sarge. And, and he was telling stories about his life on the cruise ships and what that was like. And I just looked him up. His website is imsarge.com. We can book him. We can book him. Maybe we're on the podcast. Who knows? Do Let's we have to do it. For yeah. yeah. He'd have some good stories. Yeah. All right. Last one. We'll get out here on a sporty question. Blind Scott says, why doesn't Larry Bird come to any Celtic games? What do you think? That's actually a great question. I was watching some of the Celtic games and, and I, I saw Bill Walton and Paul Pierce. And yeah, I'm sick of Paul Pierce standing up, waving his towel around. Stop it. Paul Pierce is so happy. He does not work for ESPN anymore. He's so, <laughs> so excited. Like he just does. He doesn't care. He's like hanging out with strippers, porn stars, bunch of hookers and cocaine endorsing gambling companies. He doesn't give a crap. He's just going for it. Right. He's loving it. 
if you're cheering on the team, then that's cool. But I think it was game three where it it was almost like he thought the crowd was cheering for him. Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, you didn't just hit that three-pointer. Yeah, calm down a little bit. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Anything to promote, Danny? Anything at all? Anything you got going on here on a Sunday? Yeah, I'm back to the FSR studios for Covino and Rich. That should be a lot of fun. And then the lead into your show, Arnie Spanier, who hates being called a warm-up act. (laughs) He's the warm-up to the Ben Maller show with Chris Plank. Uh, That's also a lot of fun every Sunday evening, right before your first show of the week. Awesome. All right. Listen, have a great rest of your day. And, and again, we'll have the, the radio show live back tonight. And I should be in studio tonight. That's the plan. Any more Anaconda talk tonight? Oh, I'm I'm sure every day. It's it's a <laughs> broken faucet. Every day we'll get some new information on that. Anyway, have a great rest of your day, and we will catch you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder, gotta go. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.